0: Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be the magical realm of spellcasters from the Lucky Mojo Forum. Now, this is a forum for people who are practitioners of magic, and this is spellcasting all forms of hex breaking and things like that. I'll read their description from the Lucky Magic store, which is part of the forum, or the forum is part of the store, whatever. Lucky Mojo is an online magic shop and a real magic store that you can visit. We carry a full line of handmade spiritual supplies, including occult oils, incense, powders, candles, herbs, mojo bags, spiritual soaps, books, and spell kits for those who cast magic spells, love spells, money spells, and protection spells in the African-American hoodoo, pagan magic, and other witchcraft traditions. We also import and distribute folkloric, magical, occult, herbal, and spiritual supplies from Asia, Latin America, and the Middle East for those who work in Hindu, Buddhist, Catholic, Protestant, Muslim, and Jewish religious and magical traditions. We sell retail and wholesale both on the internet and in our old-timey small-town occult shop. So there you have it. These are people who want to cast spells on other people or control their ex-boyfriends and things like that. You know, your average crazy person, I guess. So here we go. Lucky Mojo. And the first post we'll be reading is from a forum moderator by the name of Literary Lioness. And she writes in a post she entitled Protection Spell for the Ladies. Since the topic of menstrual blood is so popular, I thought I would share a great protection spell I was taught by my mentor. The new plastic reusable cups are great for this spell. If you use tampons or pads, this spell can get messy. Take your menstrual blood from your cup, tampons or pads, and place it in a jar and put holy water over them. It must be holy water from a church, not the water you pray over. Keep the jar in a safe, dark place until your next cycle. If you use the plastic cup, you won't have any tampons or pads to worry about. But if you do not use the cup, put your last month's waste into a paper bag and bury it with your dead relatives. If you do not live near your dead relatives, or they are not buried, then bury these items in your front yard. Use the blood-infused holy water as protection and in love spells. If you no longer have your period, I can't tell you what your options are. I assume you can use urine. I have been doing this for years, and it works great, Mary. J. W. M. C. C. L. I. N. replies, What about freezing your menses for later use with the holy water? Literary Lioness replies, I have heard of women doing that, but that is not what I was taught. Mary. And J. W. M. C. C. L. I. N. replies again, I am not clear on this spell, Mary. Are you saying to use holy water from a church, your menses, and keep in a jar in a dark place to use for protection or love, or bury in front yard in the jar? I'm just not clear on this. Please clarify. Thanks. Blue Sky writes in another thread, entitled, Make Him Suffer. My ex is a selfish, immature jerk. Yet I still love him. I want him to suffer with the great regret and sickness of not taking our relationship seriously not being more loving, and for not putting a ring on it. I also want him to grow up and change his ways for the better and to want to become a better man slash boyfriend to me. He's really afraid of being hurt, so he doesn't get attached to anyone. This desire is twofold. I want him to suffer, but out of the suffering brings change. This is my last-ditch effort. If I must let him go, I would at least like for him to be in a loving and committed relationship with someone he loves and loves him back. Hale Discordia replies, while you could do this through pain, and that is a valid choice, I would instead dominate him. Take a look at Essence of Bendover, and I Dominate My Man, and of course, Controlling and Commanding. A nation sack fed with Follow Me Boy and I Dominate My Man would be a very good plan of attack. Or... Go for him into deathly illness and nurse him back to health. If he leaves, this is the perfect case to call upon the intranquil spirit. And if you aren't already, feed him your menstrual blood. Hurting him is all fine and good, but bending him to your will, that will most likely end better. This is always, always a great piece of advice. Ladies, don't be afraid to feed your man your menstrual blood. I can't believe this is the first form I've ever read that on, because uh, it just it just seems like, like great advice. The next post is in a thread entitled, Tying His Manhood. Help! by Majig Garden. How would I go about tying my ex-man's hood so that he only becomes aroused by me and nobody else? Star in the Sky 7 replies, You could get a penis candle and wrap string around it until it is completely covered with the string, then stick pins in it, and then store in a dark place. Mabel replies, I heard that one could freeze his manhood by using a cucumber and writing petition on it such that it will not work with others but with you. Is that true? Star in the Sky 7 replies, yes, you can do that. You can also put his unwashed underwear in the freezer. Majig Garden writes, so do I write the petition on the actual cucumber, yeah? And do I need to write anything else, like his date of birth or how about attaching a picture? And about the penis candle, would I need to write anything on that? Thanks for the responses, guys. Star in the Sky 7 replies, you could write on the penis candle or the cucumber. Just make sure that you are writing from top to bottom. You do not need the birthday, but you could the name and picture. If you have any personal items, such as his semen, or a piece of something that he has worn that is unwashed, that would be beneficial as well. This is great advice. Seriously, if you're having trouble with your man, put his unwashed underwear in your freezer. I always do that. And Nemesis warns. I think someone did post up something similar. As far as I can remember, Cat actually advised against it, as it may freeze the entire manhood, and it may affect the target from doing it with you, too. Can anyone clarify this before someone actually goes ahead and do it? Star in the Sky 7 replies, I have done this spell myself, and I put that person's nature was to be tied to only a certain person. To balance that out, you can do sexual dominating spell to make sure they can only get it up for you. On the other hand, you can always take out the underwear or cucumber when you think the target is going to have sex with you. Spelly Shelly replies, oops, I wrote on it sideways. Will the cucumber still have an effect? And Catherine Ronwood writes, I would not use a freezer spell on a man's penis if I want him to be faithful. I would focus my intention more selectively so that he would remain hot for me and be tied to me. Why make him cold and dead? Sounds really dumb to me unless I wanted to destroy his nature. The trouble with instant spells, like the cucumber in the freezer, is that they're not well thought out. Where is the link to the man? Not stated. I mean, was the cucumber named for him, dressed with his semen, what? Where is the use of traditional roots? Remember, this is root work, not wishing. What roots, herbs, and herbal oils were used? None? Okay, then it's not root work. Where is the focus of intention? In this case, the focus of intention is all wrong. She doesn't want a man with a cold attitude toward sex. She wants a hot lover who is faithful only to her. So how is freezing his penis going to make him faithful? I don't get it, I really don't. Seriously, it is discouraging for me to see folks dabbling with spellcraft because I know that half the time an ill-designed spell will not work and they'll walk away from the whole subject saying, magic didn't work for me. And the other half the time, it'll give them what they asked for. But what they asked for turns out to be not what they really wanted. And they'll say, it backfired on me. There is a reason that the spells we use in Conjure are traditional. They are well thought out and make use of traditionally effective roots, herbs, candles, and minerals as tools. And they are effective. Of course, as a blatant attempt to sell crap. And from that thread, we go to a new thread by the Usurper. And it is entitled, Pee in My Mojo Bag can someone tell me it's good idea pee in the mojo bag and pray and talk to the mojo for what i want of course love mojo bry replies one's personal urine can be used to dress and charge mojo bags although i would suggest that you not pee in the bag one old gambling hand trick has the gambler's lady friend go out and pee in his mojo while he is playing to keep up the run of good luck floor washes with urine as an ingredient are often called for in certain situations As far as dressing the mojo bag with your urine, you can pee on the bag, but not too much because you don't want to completely soak it. For love work, however, it is best to include either personal sexual fluids with your mojo. Papa Rouge replies, As a quick aside to the urine thing, I was always taught that whenever you use Van Van Wash or Chinese Floor Wash, you should always add a little of your urine to it so that it is your personal cleaner. I've done it the way my teacher, Miss Vera, taught me years ago, and it's never failed me yet. Just wanted to throw that in there since we're talking about urine. And in a new thread in the Lucky Mojo Forum's Hoodoo Rootwork and Conjure Community sub forum, Ask for Help with Spellcasting sub forum, Jessica914 posts in a thread she entitled, I need a professional. I need a revenge spell cast, and I want to make sure it is done right. The situation is this. My fiancé's 16-year-old daughter stole my debit card and went on an online shopping spree totaling $1,200, leaving my bank account overdrawn $500. If I'm lucky, I will have to pay $200. If not, then everything. My fiancé has begged me not to press criminal charges. Okay, fine. But he didn't say anything about me not hexing her into the dirt. The thing that has me most incoherent with rage is this. She bought a $500 purse, an iPod, a GPS, and $200 in bras at Victoria's Secret. I've been working since I was 14, and I'm 38 now, and I've never owned a $500 purse. I've only owned two Victoria's Secret bras in my life. She spent my mortgage payment, and the only thing she had to say is, but I really want this stuff. Anyway... I need a reputable root worker and I can provide her hair, picture, and birth date to work with. I might be able to acquire more if needed, but who can do it and how much will it cost? Please feel free to contact me at email redacted. Natty One replies, I feel for you. I despise liars and thieves. Maybe you can make a deal with your fiancé that the team get a job and pay you back with interest and no charges will be filed. The way she really needed this stuff, tell him you really want her to pay you back. Please consider that she is 16 years old and a professional might not be the route you want to take considering her age. If you have thought it through, hire a professional, then the best of luck to you and I hope you recover everything that is owed to you. Natty One also writes, Under my roof, the punishment for lying is more severe than the infraction occurred. I totally agree that she should not go unpunished. If you have a yard, give her a rake. If you have a pet, give her a bag and a shovel. If you have dishes, give her a rag and tell her the dishwasher is out of order. You get my drift. I hope she does show some remorse, and if I were you, I would keep all valuables out of sight, including my personal information. When it comes to circumstances like this, they have only one chance, and she already blew it. Again, best of luck to you. Chagrined Girl replies, what you might want to consider is asking Saint Expedite for help, at least to cover the mortgage and the fees. I wish you the absolute best of luck, and you might want to suggest confiscating everything she owns except books and clothing to your fiancé. It sounds like that would torture her more than anything else. The next post comes from the Lucky Mojo Forum, Who Rootwork and Conjure Community Subforum, Subforum Asking for Help with Spellcasting, in a thread entitled, Stupid Question, Menstrual Blood by Gingerly88. This is a what if, but say someone has or is already having menstrual blood put into their food slash drink by someone else. What happens if two people are doing it to the same man? Star in the Sky 7 replies, Well, if the other person did it first, I would imagine that when the second person did it, they would be null and void. I say this because the first person will have the upper hand because they have bound the target first with their menstrual blood. So unless you did an unjinxing step or something to break the strength of the menstrual blood, yours would not have the effect, or at least not the full effect. I mean, the same question could be posed if two people did a love spell on one target. You and the other person might be engaging in a tug-of-war match, and the target may gravitate towards one target and then the other. I would say that is why it is important to do some divination, and see if anyone has done such kind of spells on your target. Hail Discordia replies, There are stories about men still wanting a woman that has fed him her blood years after they have broken up. No, it doesn't just stop. Literary Lioness replies, This is so common. I just assume every man I get romantically involved with has been fed menstrual blood, either by accident or intentionally. So I work to clear him of any of that. Every man I get involved with gets a nice cleansing before I go further with him. I use the white skull, white nude male, and white penis candles of a waning moon dressed with uncrossing oils and hyssop. I say the 51 psalm and burn all these candles at the same time over the full new moon period. This is absurd. Okay. I say the 51 psalm and burn all the candles at the same time over the full to new moon period. This is a two-week span. Before I become intimate with the man, I give him a good uncrossing and jinx removal bath. The 13 herb bath is great for this. I also washed down his house with Chinese wash. Even if the guy never took in menstrual blood, he is all clean and sparkly for me. Mary, in a different thread entitled, Need Help, Want a Lover Back, by Golda. Golda asks, Last year I had a lover who was deeply in love with me, and at that time I was not too focused on him because I got other things to do. He ended up getting disappointed at me for not showing equal affection and backed off. We reconciled back in May 2008. I visited him at his town. We had long-distance relationship. I was sad for not having his usual affection anymore, so I decided to do a little work to win him back. One day before going to his place, I baked a chocolate cake with my menstrual blood in it. <laughs> One day before going to his place, I baked a chocolate cake with my menstrual blood in it. I cut the cake and placed it in a Tupperware container for him. During our time together, he never touched the cake. I placed the cake in our small fridge slash minibar in his bedroom. Even though I reminded him to have a piece of the delicious cake, he never touched it. Could it be that he know at the time I did some working on the cake? At that time, the atmosphere of our togetherness was filled with tension because he was still upset with me. After that, he laid with me that night, which I didn't come. He asked me to roll out his condom and throw it in the bathroom bin because he was so exhausted and wanted to get back to sleep immediately. So I rolled it, and not the condom rubber, so it looked like a little sack of semen now, and placed it in the bathroom floor, behind the toilet seat. The spot is quite hidden. I didn't immediately throw it out, because I was still shaking. Because of my plan, I got scared that he'd find out. I planned to keep the condom and the semen inside and take it home with me, but somehow I got scared. I am afraid that he might find out, or suddenly wake up to pee and find the knotted condom in his bathroom. To avoid suspicion, I threw the condom away. I still regret this until today, because it turned out he was deep asleep and didn't even wake up at all that night. The morning he left all day and returning in the evening to fetch me up and drive me back to my town. That means I had plenty of time to pack the rubber sack and place it in my bag for me to keep and put in my nation sack. When I arrive home, I can place it in container and freeze it for further use. Now it's too late. So all I have now is his handwritten letter he wrote for me. Also his photograph. Can I use these ingredients to win him back? Opinions, please. My other question is, could it be that during that time he was also suspicious about the cake? After our last meeting in May 2008, he disappeared, and I never heard from him anymore. He changed his number and never replied my emails. I was broken-hearted, and it still hurts when I think of it. Until now, I want him back. For this reason, I learn to always collect when you have a chance, and be aware of everything. Always be prepared. And finally, we'll end with another Hail Discordia post. And it is in the, they're all in the same fucking thing. Anyway, it is entitled Triple Strength Gambling Mojo. I was told how to make this by an old man from Mississippi that briefly lived next door to me. He called it a triple hand mojo. I knew that hand and mojo were rather interchangeable in reference to gambling mojos, but I had never heard of one with both in the name. That little mystery was solved when he told me what went into it. Into a red flannel bag, add the following one human finger bone, one lucky hand root, one pinch of five-finger grass. That was, he said the simple one, if you wanted more power, you had to add the following. One alligator tooth, one High John the Conqueror root, magnetic sand, a bit of dragon's blood resin. Feed the bag every Saturday with good whiskey. I made one for myself, and while I don't win every game, I seldom go home with less than I came with. Literary Lioness replies, You know, that is a pretty standard recipe. If you wanted to give it more money power, you could put in whole nutmeg and a cinnamon stick. Just a thought. Okay then, I apologize again for the length of time it took me to make this recording. I am so sorry. So very sorry. I don't even know how to express my regrets. I'm back on the wagon as far as trying to get these podcasts recorded. Next up is going to be some disgusting bestiality, so get ready for that. Yay! And I just want to let you know that I did put menstrual blood in this podcast. You have eaten it with your ears, so you probably are under my control and will probably have sex with me if I demand it. I also have been saving your semen-stained underwear. It's in my freezer. Anyway, I'm going to be filling my nation sack later and burning a penis candle. So I learned a lot from this podcast, and I hope that you did too. Once again, I did not write any of these posts. They were all written by people who like to wash the floors with their urine and trick men into eating their menstrual blood and other things like that. Do I believe in magic? In a young man's heart? Sure. My name is Lou, and I read the internet for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.